0: tuned in to your drive time dream team election profit rocker election profit rockers with kid midas long john silver and starly quinn coming to you live from cocaine city and the greater cocaine city metropolitan statistical area where the skyline is a get high line on these lines
1: of cocaine
0: weather on the ones with helicopter tony and the traffic watching team traffic moving along very smoothly in this uh, coronavirus hellscape that we're living in at the moment sports update with basketball charlie and the bleacher bros liquid cocaine you're listening to wepm chapel hill kepm los angeles your number one home for news talk and sports radio 24 hours a day
2: Good morning, commuters! This is Election Profit Makers, your guide to winning and losing money on the 2020 election and related catastrophes. How's everybody doing today as they drive to their offices to go to work? It's just another great day in the city, in the Metropolitan Statistical Area. Traffic on Highway 55 is going great. Cool, sunny weather for your morning drive. Back to the grind. Go to work. Drink your coffee. Talk about parks and recreation. Did you see that episode last night? Yeah. I am, of course, Kid Midas. I'm joined in studio with my man, Long John Silver. Good morning, Long John.
0: Good morning, Kid Midas. And over
2: there, Starly Quinn, the bad girl of Predicted. Good morning, Starly Quinn.
3: Good morning.
2: <laughs> That's Starly. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Blew the roof off that. Yeah. John, your bet last week was in direct opposition to mine. Do you happen to remember what it was?
0: Yeah, I bet that Richard Burr would still be a senator on July 1st, and he, he still is. Well, it's not July 1st yet. The market is not yet resolved. On the other hand, I bet that North Carolina Senator Richard Burr,
2: who's in a bit of a pickle for insider trading off the coronavirus, would not be a senator by July 1st. He would be out by July 1st. I took a position of yes. That position is currently well underwater. But as I said last week, July 1st is not the date to keep your eye on. It's September 3rd. If Richard Burr leaves office by September 3rd, ladies and gentlemen, the Tar Heel State's having a special election for the Senate. That means two (laughs) Senate races in North Carolina. In addition to the RNC convention, somebody pinch me, I'm dreaming. North Carolina takes center stage in the future battlefield for American democracy. Oh, my God. Starly, do you remember what your last week's bet was?
3: I do.
0: Starly, this is not NPR. (laughs) This is commercial radio. This is not
2: NPR, Starly. This is
0: commercial drive time radio. Just do a few lines and go with it. And by lines, I mean lines of cocaine. The greater cocaine city metropolitan
2: statistical area. Starley bet that um, Biden would announce his vice presidential pick by, what was the date, Starley? July 5th. And as of this recording, he has not yet announced his vice presidential pick, but I don't think you need to be worried yet. Are you worried?
3: No, I think he's going to do it. In fact, I feel more sure since we last talked. Really? Yes. Why? Well, there was that little ripple with the Amy Klobuchar, although I know he's vetting lots of people, but I feel like... That there was all this response to that happening, and the Biden campaign's paying attention to that. And last week, Biden went on the Breakfast Club.
2: That's right. The Breakfast Club, legendary morning show.
3: Yeah. He went on that, and he, as you two would say, biffed it.
2: Joe Biden biffed it with Charlemagne the God on the Breakfast Club.
3: So, Charlemagne the God was like, We know Black people are the base of the Democratic Party. We have saved the Democratic Party. We don't want to be taken for granted. This is getting ridiculous. And Joe Biden, from that point on, just yelled about all the ways that he's in touch with black people, like basically saying, yeah, I got the black vote. I'm not worried about it. And reiterating the idea of taking the black vote for granted. He didn't converse. He yelled. He yelled at Charlemagne, the God, the entire time.
2: You have a problem with yelling?
3: (laughs) I like it when it's everyone yelling. I don't like it when it's one one person being yelled at. And it's got to be equal yells, like the debates. Right. And it just, to me, was such a disaster. And at the end of it, I was like, oh, Biden needs to pick his VP immediately for two reasons. One, I need to make money. I have the most money in on this.
2: This is your nest egg, this vice presidential market.
3: Yeah. I feel like it's the most exciting bet on predicted right now. I feel like everyone should be getting in on it. And the second reason is Biden, we ha- we have to minimize him being put out there. Like I don't want it to all turn into a Biden bashing. I'm sick of doing it, but he keeps he's not pulling it off. We need to minimize his contact with the world in order to save the world. And that's where we need the VP.
2: Okay, I have a couple questions.
3: Yes.
1: I
2: am glad to hear that he was yelling. I I think yelling <laughs> Joe Biden. I mean, probably he's probably yelling cuz he overcorrected after he listened to our podcast about how it, when we said he was just mumbling and just sounded weak and tired and
0: out of it, you know, if he's yelling, that's a good thing, right? Mm, You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Al Gore when he went into that one debate and he was really aggressive and yelling and, and and then the press got all over him. And then the next one, he, he looked like he was on Ambien.
3: Isn't there that, there's a quote, oh, it's from this movie, Midnight Run. In this movie, Midnight Run, there's a quote that says you've got like two modes, silence and rage. And I feel like that's what Joe Biden is right now. He thinks it's coming across as enthusiasm, but actually it's coming across as anger and defensiveness. His charm, um, like levels are all off.
2: Yeah, he's been isolated for a couple months. Maybe his settings and his calibrations got all janky.
3: This is what he did with voters, too, when he was in the primaries, when when somebody would challenge him, he would start yelling at a voter. Like, I don't
2: need your vote. One legged McGillicuddy <laughs> start coming up with these esoteric nineteenth century insults to dismiss people.
3: Honestly, the doddering Joe Biden is more is more, I'll take over the yelling Joe Biden. All of this makes me think he has to get that VP pick out there. I just think on his own in isolation in this moment is it's not. What do you
0: think about the possibility if he if he announces the VP and then they're just isolated from one another? Wouldn't you want the VP announcement to have have them in the same? Space.
3: No, because he, because it's a woman and he could touch her. Like, (laughs) I I also have an insider now, a former DC insider who has been given intel that it's going to be Kamala. That's what he told me. That's what he's hearing. And when he listened to the show and heard me say that the VP pick will be. Before July fifth, he said he nodded, and it felt right. Really, he said that he could see that happening because the quicker you put the VP out there, the um, the sooner we'll know what they're going to be throwing at her.
2: What kind of person is a former DC insider? Are you saying this person is no longer an insider?
3: He's no longer an insider because he's 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 now doing something else. He parlayed being a DC insider into something else.
0: But he's hearing that it that it that it is Kamala, but. But that is the conventional wisdom. I mean, a a lot of people are hearing that.
3: Yeah. I mean, he could Uh, be-
0: And she's trading the highest on predicted. Yeah. She is leading 2020 Democratic VP
2: nominee. She's currently at 37 cents, leading the field. When Starley texted to say that a former DC insider had hinted that it was going to be Kamala Harris, I bought 100 shares of Kamala Harris. I dumped, finally, my Amy Klobuchar position. Sold it all at a tiny loss. Beckett, your advice was stinky. Never take political investment advice from a 12-year-old centrist. They will lead you down a dark path. The Amy Klobuchar path. That path is now officially closed. Boarded up. Beckett, get on the Kamala Harris bandwagon. Sell your Klobuchar position. Because I'm out. Kamala Harris is now trading 20 cents above the next closest... VP candidate. She's at 37. Klobuchar's at 18. Elizabeth Warren at 12. Val Demings, 10. Gretchen Whitmer, 7.
0: Stacey Abrams, 6. How is Val Demings at 10 cents? She's at 10 cents. It's crazy. Boy if Val Demings ends up becoming the VP, I am wrecked because I bought no on her at 96 cents when she was the yeses were trading at four cents and now I am way way underwater. It's not going to be Val Demings you know I actually I, I went ahead and just sold most of my VP positions did some profit taking last week so I am looking to buy back in and I, I don't really know what to do at this point
2: Well think about it there's 31 31- Possibilities in this market. And I have to say, the most surprising name on this list is not Michelle Obama. It's actually Joe Biden. <laughs> Imagine a situation where Joe Biden is the 2020 Democratic vice presidential nominee. That would be very interesting. I'm not th- sure that's going to happen, but that's probably why it's trading at one cent. So, John, when, when one of our morning commuters pulls over off the highway because they're so excited about this market, they put on their hazard flashers, they're on the curb on the side of the 452 highway and they open predicted and they see all these names, most of which are trading at one penny.
0: What do they do? Well, I think it's important to point out that although there is great volume in this market, those, the bottom 17 of these that are trading at one cent, there is not much volume. I, I, I put in a bid to buy no on Julian Castro at 99 cents months ago and it still has not been filled you, remember you have to have somebody on the other side that's willing to buy
3: i don't understand this con- half of this country seems questionable to me at this point so how can there not be someone that you could find i feel like there i feel like we've never lived in a greater time to find someone to buy to buy the other side of a bad bet
0: yeah, yeah. and that's a that's a good point starley because i i think we're not quite in the election season where everyone is paying attention. So these may eventually get filled. They're just not getting filled right now. And right now you've got a bunch of, quote unquote, sort of smart people on Predict It, and they're trading the ones that are most likely to be VP. And the dumb money will arrive later on as we get closer. D- the
2: dumb money will come, Starly. You just have to be patient.
3: I'm excited for the dumb money. I do feel like Predict to more lively when, it's, when dumb money is flowing freely f- through it.
2: Freely flowing
0: dumb money. We are not the dumb money.
2: We're the smart geniuses. Have you guys ever watched the legendary Breakfast Club interview? The one with Birdman, the record producer and rapper. Do you know what I'm talking about? If you've never seen, just go on your video service and Google Breakfast Club Birdman. And I will say, as someone who I'm not, I don't really like Charlemagne the God. He says the funniest thing when Birdman storms out of the studio after this legendarily intense 45 second interview that goes incredibly off the rails (laughs) when Birdman is leaving Charlemagne Charlemagne the God just says grand opening grand closing
3: (laughs) and why is it why is it an annoying show I just think he's kind of a pompous
2: dude and he's like a contrarian I mean it's fine to be contrarian I guess I just feel like he probably voted for Trump and listen this is me having done no research on him and he probably didn't vote for Trump, mm. but you know that after after yeah. the after Biden said the UN racist thing, and then everyone was like, "Oh, he really stepped in it." Then Donald Trump Jr. all day is just retreating. All these African American Republican idiots. Ugh.
3: Do you think though, as someone who's listened, I've never heard the show. So do you think I'm? falling for it too much like i came in saw biden and he's actually doing
2: well i'm not gonna say (laughs) i'm not gonna say starley i don't know you say joe biden fucked up an interview with a with a black morning show host who's 50 years younger than him nah i just don't see it I, i can't imagine that happening no i believe i believe he did a bad job i believe he did a bad job and i do think Charlemagne the god was pressing him on um Stuff like the crime bill, like that's
0: legitimate. Like you should, you should attack Joe Biden for that kind of stuff. So one, one more thing that I'll, I'll point out about the, the vice president markets is that you need to buy on the rumor and sell on the news.
2: Yeah, I should have sold when they had that tweet go out that said, "Breaking news: Biden is telling Klobuchar to steal herself for the vice presidential vetting nomination." Instead of sitting around reading everyone on Twitter dunking on Amy Klomachar, I should have logged on to predict it and been like, well, this is probably as high as she's going to get unless she's the actual nominee. So I should sell right now. Yeah, you got to be quick. You got to be quick.
3: She had that was was a great weekend for Amy.
2: She's like, someone's being vetted. Someone's (laughs) being vetted. Eating salad with a comb. Kamala Harris is sitting there like, yeah, okay, Amy. You're going to be vice president.
0: Yeah, right. Well, in the meantime, yeah. you can just get in here and flip these shares. You know, I'm buying Abrams. I bought no on Abrams at 92 cents. And now I am I have them listed to sell at 94 cents. So I just, I just flip them every few days just to make a little bit of money.
3: A perfect pancake. A what? Flipping. He's flipping them every few oh, days. Oh,
0: flipping them like flapjacks.
2: Right. I like that. The flapjack financier, John Kimball, long John Kimball. The Mr. Butterworth of flipping those financial flapjacks. John Butterworth, long John Kimball Silver. How's that, John? Is that a good nickname? Yeah, yeah, that's good.
3: Didn't something significant happen in Michigan In the facial area. Oh,
2: yeah. Um, Michigan facial area news. This was huge. This was an offline market, not on Predicted, because Predicted is committed to only having the most boring markets. But the three of us had a little side action going on whether Donald Trump would ever wear a mask in public. Would he ever cuck his own face by obscuring that beautiful mouth behind a veil? Of selfless secrecy. A COVID mask. <laughs> and guess what? John Kimball, what happened at the Ford plant
0: last week? He wore a mask. Woo! He did not want to wear it in front of the press.
1: No, no
0: mask! He wore it behind the scenes, and uh, a, a Ford employee snapped a, a shot of it. And he looked like a fool. Wow. We should support him for wearing for doing it. You can't
2: dump on Donald Trump flying in the face of all available public health evidence and not wearing a mask and then turn around and when he wears a mask, say he doesn't look good.
0: He looked wonderful. He looked brave. He did not seem confident. If you're going to wear a mask, you need to wear it with pride. And he he seemed... Ashamed. You could just see the shame in his eyes.
3: He did seem ashamed. That is what it is. It wasn't even it was even beyond contempt and resentment and petulance. It was shame.
0: Wow. Yeah, it was like he was wearing a diaper.
2: (laughs) He even had a special ultra cool presidential mask. What did he have? The presidential seal on a black mask? Everyone should be so lucky that they have a whole fucking government that will design whatever kind of mask they want to wear to look tough.
0: You know what? That just gave me an idea. We should do some masks.
3: Pod Save America makes masks. What? Oh, I thought
0: I came up with this. Uh, (sighs) I I don't want to make masks now. Ah, I'm going
2: to redeclare war on Pod Save America.
3: Well, this is how we do it, by making a better mask. Starly, we
2: can't compete with them in the manufacturing of masks. They all worked in the White House. They're probably like getting masks directly from the CDC or something. (laughs) We're going to be out here with our little dopey half polyester handkerchief that makes you start sweating after two seconds. Inks running all over the place. And then you got all these Pod Save America bros like, Yeah, we partnered with Obama's former chief of health and we've made this mask and we're donating half the royalties to a voter registration drive. So sick of those guys.
3: My former DC insider is actually just a Pod Save America mask. Ha! That is
2: like the ultimate DC insider thing. Starly Quinn has a talking Pod Save America mask and that's her, she puts on the mask and waits to receive the messages. And then she turns around and texts us and is like, I have some inside intel. Kamala Harris is going to be, wait, hold on. What's that? Yeah, Kamala Harris is going to be the new vice president. Thank you, Masky.
3: When we make our masks, the only tip I have is the Positive (sighs) America masks have like-
2: Let me guess, they have a mask that says, well-behaved women rarely make history.
3: (laughs) They have a mask that says, this didn't have to happen. Oh my God, that's the most horrible idea I've ever- (laughs) So it's not enough that we all have to
2: walk around wearing fucking masks all the time because the government completely fucked up this virus and didn't take it seriously. Now I got to walk down the street and see some Pod Save America listener walking at me with a mask and it says, mm, you know, this didn't have to happen. You could have voted for Hillary Clinton. I don't need that right now. There's a fucking pandemic right now. I know this didn't have to happen. God damn it, everyone does. And your stupid, smug, scolding mask is not going to change anyone's mind. It's not like you're going to take this mask out of the Lake of the Ozarks where everyone's wading around in that fucking fetid pool water rubbing up against each other in defiance of all-known common sense these people who think that COVID is a hoax perpetrated by bill gates i'm gonna walk in there in my little speedo (laughs) and my fat tummy with my pod save america mask and just stand in the middle of the pool with my hands on my hips just looking at everybody "Mm, this didn't have to happen Mm, pod save america Mm, zip recruiter (laughs) blue apron get the fuck out of here (laughs) <laughs> oh, that podcast irks me.
3: <laughs> I, <laughs> it took so little to get David. That was fully like Manchurian Candidate. All I had to say was it didn't have to happen. <laughs> and you turned into an assassin.
2: I'm going to turn into Birdman <laughs> right now. Pod Save America is going to turn me into the white middle-aged version of Birdman. Put some respect on my name. That makes me so mad. That's literally... I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec, so I'll do this like Rob Lowe. Starly Kind. That is literally... <laughs> The most enraging thing I've ever heard. Fucking Pod Save America with their little scolding masks. Just wear a trash can over your head that says the world is a (laughs) shithole. Oh, it makes me so mad for some reason. Why does that make me so mad?
3: Because it's designed to make you so mad. It is insane that they did Uh, that. Why make me mad? I didn't make this fucking virus. (laughs) I didn't do it. Pod Save America. I did
2: everything I was supposed to. I, I held my nose. I voted for Hillary Clinton. Like, man, come on. Why you gotta wear, walk down the street wearing a mask <laughs> Yelling at me I didn't do shit I'm out here living in this fucking apartment Watching Parks and Recreation every morning Until four in the morning Getting fat as fuck, eating peanuts Washing my hands every 30 seconds My skin on my hands is crackling Like the surface of the fucking moon I don't need to see your mask Telling me it didn't have to be this way No shit Oh my god We need to <laughs> Alright, doing rails right there I'm pumped up now that was better than China White. Is that what they call cocaine, China White?
3: I just call it Donald Trump Jr. is what I call cocaine now. Is that what- <laughs> Eric Trump. It's Eric Trump.
2: Sidebar, really quick. Of all the Trump kids, you say, if, if one if one of them had to be the nickname for cocaine, yes, you would say it would be Eric Trump? Eric Trump. I would say Tiffany Trump. You got any of that Tiffany? You got any of that Tiff Tiff? I need a little sniff mm-hmm. of that Tiff. Oh, it's perfect. That's perfect. I, I got a little sniff any of that Tiffany. <laughs> You know what I mean? You have any Tiffany? You holding any Tiffany? Tiffany Trump. (laughs) It's five after the hour. It's time for listener questions. Matthew writes, this is a great question. So we thank Matthew for this question. He says, you should totally do a segment on the best bets at or under 10 cents, especially something you'd want to hold for a long time. I'm sure you can come up with a good name for this section. John, I know what we should call this section cheapo trade house it's like chapo trap house but it's for cheap trades you can make and hold that's good right i'm gonna get really into puns yeah Yeah. i've been talking about doing a pun segment for the last few weeks but next week we're really gonna start my pun corner but let's put that aside for now it's time for cheapo trade house john give us some cheap bets for first-time investors who want to get their feet wet but don't want to invest hundreds of dollars.
0: Well, one thing you could do is you could pick who you believe is going to be the vice presidential nominee, and then you could go into the presidential market and buy them to be the next president, assuming that something would happen to Biden or something like that. So You could buy Klobuchar or Harris at one cent to be elected president. You could also buy Pence at, at one cent. You you could go into uh, what state will be won by the smallest margin of victory. Everybody is thinking that it's going to be Florida or Wisconsin or North Carolina is actually trading third at at eleven cents. In North Carolina, it could it could be North Carolina. But what if it turns out that it's a complete blowout and a state like Iowa ends up being really close? So I think you could buy Iowa at seven cents or Arizona, Ohio. You could even buy Texas if you think that's going to be close. Those those are pretty pretty cheap. And same in the in the tipping point state market. North Carolina is trading at 11 cents in the tipping point state. I would short that. I, I, there's no way North Carolina is going to be the tipping point state. How do you define the tipping point state? It, it's the state that puts you over the 269 electoral college votes.
2: That really comes down to just chronologically what happens over the course of
0: the night? Yeah. you And, and you won't even know on election night because you'll continue to have, you know, votes being counted for days afterwards. Uh, And then eventually you'll find out, oh, it was this state that, that put him over because they fall in a certain order. Determined by what? Determined by, I'm trying to think of an analogy, you know, it would be like standing up for like a goal line stance in football. No, it's a bad analogy too.
3: I really respect going with the the more confusing analogy to explain an already confusing thing.
0: Yeah, because then it'll
2: circle all back around and it'll be and then we'll understand.
3: Yeah, yeah. I would I actually I would love to learn two things at once.
2: Oh fuck yeah. You're
0: learning on both sides of this analogy. John, what's the goal line stance? The goal line stance is when a team has a ball like on the one yard line, when they're gonna cross the goal line and score a touchdown and they're gonna win the game. Okay. So you line up and you're trying to keep them from crossing the goal line because when they cross it, that's the end of the game. They're going to win. So if you line up in the back of the end zone, then it's oh, – is a bad, this is a bad analogy. That
2: is completely fine. This is a safe space. You are supported. There is no judgment. Cocaine City is a judgment-free zone. At least we learned about the goal line stance.
3: This was a like, negative risk
2: <laughs> Whoa, analogy. this was a negative risk of analogies, John.
3: Because I, I was going to learn no matter what. That's a good
2: analogy. Starley, that's a good analogy. We got You it. just made an analogy yeah, about Long great. John Silver's analogy. Woo! This morning show is going to be a hit. Your morning commute is better than ever with more analogies. Commercial-free analogies.
3: Analogies on top of analogies.
2: Analogies on top of analogies, like sandwiches made of nothing but analogies. The sandwich itself is an analogy. You're (laughs) listening to The Morning Zoo. Snowflakes, go home. This is an analogy safe space. If it wasn't physically incredibly painful and unpleasant, I would love to talk like this all the time. I look back on my life and there's so many arguments in my life. I, lo- I would have won if I had used this voice. <laughs> like when my mom bought potato chips that I had to take to the school party and she- I told her to get flavored chips because they were really cool back then. And she just got like fucking plain lace potato chips. And I was like, why oh, don't Why'd you don't you get Doritos, Cool Ranch? She was like, it's plain potato chips. It's safe. Everybody loves them. I wish I'd been able to say, mom, you're wrong. Kids today don't like plain potato chips. They take it as an insult. You've embarrassed me. You brought shame to my family. No one in fifth grade will like me now. I would have won that argument.
3: It's an actual power, right? Like once you're in the voice. That's why Joe Biden was
2: yelling on the breakfast club. When you feel cornered, when you feel outgunned, you get defensive and you start yelling, right? I mean, it's a way to to literally not, you know, it's like pushing someone up against the wall. It's like what Jack Reacher does. Last night, Jack Reacher opened the hotel door and the man confronted him with a gun. And Jack Reacher very deliberately just started walking towards the guy, pushing him back, pushing him back, back closer and closer to the stairwell until he could disarm him. That's what yelling is. You're just pushing someone away from you so that you don't have to have this real, authentic communication and exchange, which is vulnerable and can and leave you exposed. If Joe Biden had had a real conversation with Charlemagne the God about his record when it comes to African-American interests... It would have gotten pretty uncomfortable for Joe Biden, right? So that's probably why he was yelling. Or maybe they told him, "Joe, this is a morning show, you understand morning shows." <laughs> Joe Biden's like, "Yeah, it's Joe Biden here in the traffic helicopter, Whether weather on the one. Joe Biden, you're trap, you know, like who knows.
3: Well, this is my note. Then I feel like the slight tweak Joe Biden has to do to save us all, he's got to alter it, his yelling style to be a little bit more morning show yell. Because the morning show yell is palatable to me. When you're telling, when you're yelling at your mom uh-huh. in your ghost of Christmas past about the Lay's potato chips, I'm actually listening. It's it doesn't feel personal. I don't feel attacked. I don't, and I don't feel like your mom would feel attacked. And so if he, if the, yell, the yelling must happen, I do think both yells are intimacy issues and not wanting to connect and putting a barrier between you and the other person. But I can still, I can handle it more. I just feel like he's got to like bring up the reverb a little bit on his yelling and we're good to go. We should make a Joe Biden filter for him.
2: The Joe Biden filter that he alone can use. And you know what, Starly, w- you'd never know he was using it because he's wearing a mask. It would be like Bane in Batman. Remember that guy who had a big mask on his face and it made his voice sound really crazy? What are you talking about, Batman? I'm going to destroy the football stadium. Joe Biden could do that. He could have the filter and we'd never know because he's always wearing a mask.
0: John, did you get your analogy? No, I'm not working on the analogy anymore. I'm in the tweet markets. What? what? The whole reason we went on that whole sidebar was so
2: you had a time to work on your analogy in your language laboratory. No, 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 no. Question from Emily. Emily writes... I was delighted to hear an old election profit maker's friend at the beginning of a recent episode. This is in reference to a voice memo that was sent to us that we replayed part of a few weeks ago. Emily continues, so my question is, since 2016, have any of you ever met Satchel or been to Satchel's Pizza? My husband is a University of Florida alum and reports the pizza is pretty good. So ladies and gentlemen, Satchel is a fellow who lives down in Florida and runs an Italian pizzeria. And this guy leaves us voice memos all the time. And um, Satchel isn't hearing this right now because I actually banned him. I just got, I was like, man, you're banned. So he hasn't heard, he can't hear this. So someone should call Satchel's Pizza in Gainesville, Florida and tell him, they're talking about you right now on the hottest drive time morning show in America. Turn it on. Also, you get weather on the ones, traffic on the tens. I've never been to Satchel's Pizza.
0: John, have you ever been to Satchel's Pizza or met Satchel? I have never been to Satchel's Pizza. No. I've never been to Gainesville. Oh, I've been, at least I've been to Gainesville.
3: Starley. I've never met Satchel. I never had Satchel's Pizza. I've never been to Gainesville. So I'm
0: the
2: only one who's been to Gainesville. Satchel does have a fan. There's an up-and-coming DJ, DJ Corey D, a.k.a. Kid Kenosha, from Kenosha, Wisconsin, was begging me for some satchel acapellas. Corey made this. <laughs> <laughs> John Kimball has never heard this. John Kimball is gonna. This is gonna tickle John Kimball's fancy. Here is DJ Corey D's Satchel Remix.
1: I, I love you Starly. I love you David Rees and I love John Kimball. Most of all, number one is my man John Kimball. John, John Kimball! Because John Kimball, I think, actually thinks I'm an okay guy. Alright? John, John Kimball, which is which is, you know, which is why I like him the best, obviously. I love you. Take a little detour. Satchel's pizza, free pizza for John Kimball. John Kimball, I like him the best. Obviously, you guys are going out of business. I like him the best. Obviously, you guys are going out of business. John John, Kimball, most of all, number one. I love you. John Kimball, most of all, number one. My man, John Kimball. John Kimball, most of all, number one. You You guys are going out of business. My man, John Kimball. First of all... come down to Florida once in a while, you got to drive on I-75, take a little detour, Satchel's Pizza, free pizza for John Kimball, and now we're doing Satch Sticks in the downtime, we've added breadsticks, we didn't have breadsticks ever because we don't have room in our ovens, they're full of pizzas, but now Satchel's Pizza, going out of business sale, Satch Sticks, get your Satch Sticks Satch Sticks, get your Satch Sticks, they're very yummy, our bread is the best garlic butter side of our special secret sauce that's right this is it signing off forever satisfied of to get you satisfied john kimble satisfied 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 to get you satisfied john Kimball. satisfied to get you satisfied Saying- Get Get
2: John Starley Quinn, what is your bet of the week?
3: I'm gonna put more money, I think, into Kamala. I'm gonna wait further intel from my former DC insider. Uh huh. I'm very focused, as I've said, on the VP markets.
0: Long John Silver, what is your bet of the week? Well, you know, I was long on the Fauci still being director. Uh, of the NIAID on June 1. It's trading at 99 cents right now. And I'm going to get out of that market and then I'm going to buy the opposite. Wait, what? At one cent.
2: Here's a one cent wonder. This is a one a one penny opportunity. It's a long shot, but it's only a cent. So it's why a, not? It's a long
0: shot. I right. don't think it'll work out, but it would be great if it did.
2: It'd be wonderful for your portfolio and maybe not so good for The rest of the country, but what are we going to do? Have to worry about every little thing?
3: I had a friend tell me this week that he got in on Biden after Biden came in fifth in New Hampshire, bought Biden for 10 cents, and now has made $1,400 off of Biden so far. (laughs) So if there's any long shot success stories, any one cent wonders that listeners have had happen, maybe they can tell us about that.
2: All right. Yeah, I like that. And this gets back to the point that our listener question was about yeah. some of those cheap stocks that pay off.
3: Yeah. I want to know if any one cent wonders t- actually turned into Long John Silver's uh, chest of gold. Whew,
2: these analogies. We're on fire <laughs> with the analogies today. My bet of the week. This is something that we had discussed discussing, but we've postponed that discussion. There is a market. Will the Democratic Party hold its convention at the Serve forum in Milwaukee? The Democratic nominating convention is supposed to be in August. In Milwaukee, it was already pushed back from July to August because of COVID. And I am betting no, the Democratic Party will not hold its convention in Milwaukee in August. I don't think they're going to have a convention. I'm telling you, I think this summer is going to get weird. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe all the spikes are over and everything's about to turn back to normal. Everyone who went out and got infected at infection parties is going to have the last laugh at all of us losers wearing our masks trying to help our fellow citizens. My prediction, not to bring everything down and not to lose the celebratory spirit of our morning show, which is fueled by Tiffany Trump. I think this summer with coronavirus stuff is going to be really bad. And then I think this fall going into the election is going to be about as bad as yeah things have been for us in our lifetime. Just the disenfranchisement. I think that Let's do a we'll do a special podcast on Patreon maybe about how bad things are gonna be. That could be fun bonus content for our supporters. You can support us on patreon.com, patreon.com slash election profit makers. So the market technically is about serve,
0: not technically about the convention.
2: Okay, even better for me though, even better for me. Because
0: if they hold it at some bar in Milwaukee because only ten people can be there, I still make money. I think absolutely one hundred percent that the DNC will occur in Milwaukee. I have no idea whether it's going to be at FIServe Forum, but it will 100% occur. Well, join me, John, vote no, buy no. It's under 50 cents. No, I will, I am not touching that market. FiServe Forum, no.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. Your commute is over, you arrived at your office and you're ready for another day of work among your fellow office workers. We hope you do a good job. We hope that our traffic report got you there safely and smoothly. We hope that our weather report gave you accurate information about what to expect from the skies throughout the day. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. This has been Election Profit Makers. I'm David, and first... I'm so wiped out from doing that voice. I'm David, and I say goodbye. And Starly (laughs) and John, I say goodbye.
3: Are you going to do credits? or?
2: Oh, shit. Credits. Yeah. Election Profit Makers is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash electionprofitmakers. Send your election prediction questions to contact at electionprofitmakers.com. Election Profit Makers has a deal with predicted.org. If you'd like to bet on predicted, go to www.predicted.org slash promo slash EPM20 and receive $20 in matching funds. This is Kid Midas saying, stay safe, bet safe, live safe, live,
0: laugh, love.